So we were discussing before we recorded this episode that Matthew thinks I tried to pull a fast one with having you guys enter through the spire instead of the stairs and now inflicting bestow curse. That's on me. Especially because we could have, we had the chance to just end up in this room. Yeah, we could have started here. We got lucky that we were in a reprieve room, so to speak. We were pretty safe at start. Maybe we don't take the spire, we take the stairs from now on, because that's predictable at least. We just The reason we didn't take the stairs down to this floor, though. Because we wanted to surprise them, because they'd be expecting us to come from the stairs? Yeah, if, if they're defending any location, it's probably the stairs. But we now know that we can be dropped into three possible rooms, depending on where the spire is. Yeah, it depends on the spire. So it may not be a good idea to take the spire. (laughs) If Sam had been really rude, he could have split the party. I had considered that that was possible, but because of the way this thing functions, I could not have split you up unless you guys stopped touching each other like Dimension Door style. Mm -hmm. So there was no feasible way to actually split you up without being just the biggest of dicks. As we've discussed many times, I do not like breaking the rules intentionally or unintentionally. We try to be very clean here. Yeah, we we run a tight ship here on Dungeon Dive Bar. We have rules and we stick with those rules. And if I make a mistake and you guys tell me I make a mistake, we check it because we know what we're talking about. And if I'm wrong, we fix it. And if I'm right, we learn something. Mm -hmm. In the wise words of one signifier, Jeremiah Pomquin, if somebody is not obeying the law, lay it down. Exactly. You guys in your rules, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Pathfinder's a game of rules and they can be wielded like a weapon against the GM. Oh, wait. Know what I learned recently that I was flabbergasted about? What's that? Ranger's uh, favorite enemy doesn't actually matter which order you get it in. Only one of them scales or goes up at each at each level. We were talking about that uh, with uh, the speed run. Yeah, it doesn't go. First one gets plus four at level two or at level five, and then your second one comes in at plus two, and then at level ten, it just goes six two two, not six four two. I feel like it wouldn't be too big of a problem for the specific speed run. In yeah. most cases where you're going to be fighting or where you want to bring a uh, ranger. You're going to be fighting the same thing. Not that you can't bring a ranger in any campaign. They just do better in others. You probably shouldn't bring a ranger, though, because they're just a worse fighter. If you have their favorite enemy that you're fighting consistently, then they are better than fighters. Just play a slayer, then. But they're better than a slayer, too. Favorite enemy is incredible. It basically carries the class, so if you can't count on having it, play a Slayer. Slayer or Hunter, really? Yeah, depends what you want. They're very different niches in my mind. Fighting style, if you like the fighting style, go Slayer. If you like the animal companion, play Druid or Hunter. Yeah, also don't play a Ranger for the animal companion. They have the worst animal companion in the game. It's awful. I don't even know why they have it other than people thought Legolas was the Ranger. It's Drizzt. It's just Drizzt. We know it's Drizzt. It's not, though. It was based on Legolas accidentally. Yeah, an animal companion? No. no. But the whole archery thing was based based on Legolas, and they only realized later that Aragorn was the ranger. He was a slayer. Slayer or rogue. Or rogue, yeah. <laughs> in a system in which ranged rogues work. Yeah. Anything that's yeah. not through five or Pathfinder. Theoretically do a ranged rogue in Pathfinder. Can you do a ranged rogue who also has the feats to support two weapon fighting? Yeah, no. Ooh, no. Yeah, no. That's the Legolas build. It's a- It is possible Legolas only two weapons fight hot in uh, the movie, so I don't remember that ever coming up in the book. He has twin elven swords. That's true. That was mentioned. 
He does have a finesse build. Yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. And a billion perception. Oh, yeah, because of the rule that elves in Middle Earth are flat earthers. <laughs> yes. yes. I remember seeing a physics problem that was like, make an argument as to why Legolas wouldn't be able to do this, or he must have some very strange looking eyes. And I'm like, that's why Pathfinder elves have eyes that look like that. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wider pupils let you see further. What was I going to say? Your frontliner is down six strength. I've got both strength on still. I'm fine. Yeah, it's, it's down two. <laughs> Up normal. four, down six. <laughs> this is basically okay. <laughs> I'll just start raging and then it's fine. What if I told you, because you guys did get a really nasty knowledge check, that Bestow Curse is an at-will ability for a div. Yeah, they're not good. Once again, it'd be great if we could just go upstairs right now to go to town and then we could <laughs> take that care of it. That is the challenge. I think you'd be way more into the chaos aspect of not knowing where we're going to start. I am, actually. I, as, as a person, I absolutely am. Megan, what are you drinking today? A bad idea. I love it already. <laughs> so, you know the uh, the watermelon Mountain Dew? Unfortunately. I had some watermelon Dew. I tipped Matthew off to ex its existence. Now I have some with vodka in it, as promised last episode. Megan is going to get very drunk very quickly. I'm already pretty fucked up. And uh, Ian, what do you got? I've got vodka and orange juice. Screwdriver is a good combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Alex? I'm following on the vodka theme, although I've mixed it a bit differently. I have vodka with cream de coke and cream of coconut for a nice sort of rich chocolatey drink. That is a good chocolatey drink. David, you got water? I just finished it along with my sandwich. <laughs> Ooh, what was your sandwich? Philly cheesesteak. Not a nice. bad sandwich. Yeah. Good, Sam. They are good. I have another whiskey ginger. What do you got? And I have doubled down on the watermelon and on the caffeine by taking major melon and putting a watermelon zippers inside of it. Let's see who gets more fucked up. <laughs> caffeine or alcohol? Race to the bottom. No matter what, none of them win. <laughs> but you do. Listeners, you win. The listeners win. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking currently looking at Fire Emblem art. And I found the art of Marth from one of the uh, costume competitions. No. And his sword is just a giant spoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bridal blue Marth. I have to share this so the people who aren't Alex and David can see it. The community has decided that Marth is just too boring a character and has taken every opportunity to just meme on him more. I'm pretty sure. This is official art, but like... Nintendo is just feeding this. They're like, you like it when we put him in weird things. What if he had a spoon? Also, you guys don't play heroes, but uh, <laughs> the winners of last year's... The Brave Battle, I think it's called. Yeah. The Three Houses characters swept it. Every single category was a Three Houses character. Brave Heroes. It was the Three Lords and Lysithia, yeah. Lysithia, yeah, not Lysander. <laughs> Lysander's a different game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But... The winners of the most recent poll is what I really love. It's Marianne from Heroes, Erica from Sacred Stones, which I really like. Erica's a, really Erica's a good character. Player. From the little I've seen of her, yeah, I like Erica. She's she's pretty cool. Which apparently they changed her name spelling because they localized her differently. She's now E-I-R-I-K-A. It's because there's another character named Erica. Ah, uh, and then my favorite, Nameless Gatekeeper from Three Houses. Beat out Marth. <laughs> 
No, Marth one was the was in the bottom tier of it. Yeah, he's just so friendly and gives you so much good information. Treat your guardsmen nicely. If you treat your guards nicely, you'll never be have to worry about loyalty. Your regime will never fall to a military coup. Your guards love you, and they won't let the enemy in to kill you for being a shitbag. You want the people with guns on your side. Speaking of people with guns, it actually is Ray's turn. And as soon as you get into the room, Ray, I do need a fortitude save. Yep, twenty one. Pass. Cool. I'm gonna ready to shoot her if she's starts to do magic bullshit. Now it is Gareth's turn. That the lever, I have no idea what's happening, and I was told to wait to see if they disappear and if they do pull the lever, so I'm doing that. Pelta. Pelta is gonna go right up to the div. Can't charge, because it's a hard corner, but she can get right up into its face. Speedy. To attack it. All right, give me that attack roll. 14. I don't know why my first attack is always a 14, but that's not gonna do, so yeah. That is a big ol' miss. Retha, with your strength so sapped, won't you make a full round attack? Yes, yes I will. Did Pelta have to make a fortitude save? Yes, 12. That's not good. Pelta, you're also confused for a round. That's cool. First attack, 26. Hit. Second attack, 28. Hit. Haste attack, 21. Miss. Come on, Retha. 15 damage plus five acid if applicable. Second attack, 20 damage. Six acid, if applicable. I don't know how much resistance it has. Declan could tell you if he wasn't confused. <laughs> but he's confused. And it's his turn. Roll me a D100. Alrighty. Oh no. 22. Act yeah. normally. Mm -hmm. All hey. right. How much acid resist does a div have? 10. Actually, Retha, I need you to make another save because it does gaze doesn't have an immunity condition. 14. You are now confused. Great. Cool. Declan, you are no longer confused for this round. Gonna try and blind it again. Uh, I got a four on die, so yes, it is now blinded. Hooray. You moving? Yes. Okay. It is the Agash's turn now. I'm going to pull up the concentration rules because Ray did ready in action to shoot the shit out of this thing. Natural. 16. That'll hit. Lovely. For max damage of 18. The div will fail. Now you're up. You're not leaving this time. 24 touch. Yep. Natural 19. Damn it, I want to crit once with honesty. And natural 15. All hits. So 13, 17, and the last one was another 18. It is unconscious on the floor. However, Pelta and Retha's confusion will still need to resolve. So Gareth, you are up. 65, 70 feet. Well, we'll just start up right about here, actually. Survey the situation. The div is bleeding out. Pelta and Retha look real confused. Retha looks a little haggard, but I need Pelta to roll a d100 now. 66. Deal 1d8 points of damage plus strength mod to yourself. Gross. It hurt itself in its confusion. Eight damage. All right, and now you are not confused, but Retha is confused. Retha, d100. 54. Deal 1d8 points of damage plus strength mod to yourself. Yup. Well, it's a good thing my strength mod went down. <laughs> Oof, ouch. <laughs> say the same. Jeebus. My dice, please. It's gonna be 12 points of damage to me. Pelt recovers. That was deeply unpleasant. I agree. Hey, sis, you look pretty haggard. What happened? I got cursed, I think. Rutha kind of, like, wiggles her arm around like a little limp noodle. <laughs> well, if you talk to me tomorrow, we might be able to do something. But So let's finish off this guy. Let's coup de gras him real quick. Have that take Yeah, you there. do that. He goes splat. And why don't I finally read to you what this room is? Yes. A padded chair stands on a low dais at the eastern end of this room. Also, thank you to uh, the creator of this map for making North up. Yes. A plus. A large emblem made from hammered brass hangs on the wall behind the chair. 
depicting an automaton's head between interlocking gears. The remaining walls are draped with blue-colored tapestries, except in the northeast corner, where a curbing wall of green crystal intrudes into the chamber, the Emerald Spire itself. On the northern wall is a control panel with one black lever. Two doors exit through opposite sides of a small nook to the southeast corner. Mm-hmm. A pair of seven-foot-tall automatons armed with pole arms and their modifications are now collapsed. <laughs> Eerie green light flickers in the joints of their armor. Ray will take a seat in the chair and throw one leg over one of the arms of the chair. You sit down and you just... It's fucking whoopee cushion in the chair. Definitely going to be working on disassembling those robots. Fooling around. Hey, don't look at me, it's a classic. Rutha tries to pretend that nothing is wrong with her noodle arms. Who wants to give me a perception check for the area? I'll give you one. Are you feeling okay there, Rutha? 35. Just feel a little... Her perception. Limp. Strange. Your arms seem small. Yeah, I think whatever that div did to me is... Shakes out the arm. It's not going away. I don't like this. So I'm sitting here dying to know what I saw with that 35. Yeah, perception. what did... Like, you see the room you're in and you see two doors. Oh. Okay. No, you had us make a perception, so I'm like... Three doors going south, which one? We can go hit the other black lever and move we could. those lines going down and have another way to go south. Yep. Yeah. So if we have to go south, listen to Nathas, I suppose. Which way... Should we ter- go, though? I would argue the farthest indoor, because uh, that seems most likely to lead to the stairs. That's for me. Pelta will open the door to the south. I think this is the one you were saying. Right up on the edge of the map. All right, this is going to be kind of important, though. Is Bull's strength still up? It will end very soon. I, I've got Bull's strength prepped as well before we... Bull's strength is basically all that's keeping Ratha up. That goes down. Boom, I have 12 strength. I could beat you in arm wrestling. Finally! <laughs> Stick by me if we get into another fight. At least until I can give you a boost. We can wait on that. Let's open the door then. You open the door. Let me get the reveal tool. Hallway. Hallway. Wow. With two doors. Ooh. Well, with the door and then a curve. Hallway. Hallway. Oh, yeah. If you want to go in there, I'll stick right behind you so I can bap you up right away. Yeah. Sounds good. Hallway. Should I go down the door or follow the hall? His will check the door first. Yeah. yeah. All right. Knock on the door. And inside you find the walls of the small room are covered in ancient tiles of gold, green, and blue, though many are cracked, chipped, or missing. A shallow pool of clear water fills the southern half of the chamber, steaming with warmth. Robes and towels hang on pegs by the door, and a tin bucket on the floor is filled with blocks of dark clay. It's a bath. <laughs> that was unexpected. Why do you care about a bathroom, honestly? I don't know. Because they're cool? Look, just let me have this. Pelta's gonna take a quick look around and um, detect magic. There is no magic in this room, but there is a bucket that's emanating warmth. Interesting. Let's do a craft alchemy check on that. That's an 18, then. Didn't roll great. This is an alchemical tool known as black fire clay. Oh, cool. I love this stuff. This pliant black clay is always pleasantly warm to the touch. Working black fire clay in your hands for a full round causes the clay to grow much warmer, granting you a plus four alchemical bonus on saving throws to resist cold weather. You can combine five blocks of clay over the course of a minute to produce warmth equivalent to a small campfire, allowing you to heat a campsite and cook food. It only produces heat, never light, smoke, or odor. 
The clay emits warmth for one hour before hardening into an unusable lump. A newly crafted brick of black fire clay is composed of ten blocks. <laughs> this? It's like it's 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 those little those little like shaky like iron yeah. oxidation hand warmer thingies. Yeah, it's a hand warmer. <laughs> I guess we keep going down the hall. We'll follow the hall then. Unless anyone's cold, there's some warm goop in there. <laughs> All right, we have two more doors. One to the south, one to the east. We don't have detect a broom closet though. So south? Suppose. All right. Actually, it wants to give me a perception check before you do that. See if there's anything. Yes. Oh yeah, what's the light level in here like? It's well lit. Every 30 feet, there is a lamp of continuous flame. So it is normal lighting conditions. So then unfortunately, that's just a 31. All right, there's a secret door behind you. Wow. Let's make Tremaz algorithm our bitch and go through the secret door. Yeah, I agree. Oh, it was just the other door. Okay. Big ass bed. I suppose it's not that big. This bed chamber is furnished with a desk and plush chairs, a large bed strewn with pillows, a thick carpet, and hanging tapestries in scarlet and gold. A fire crackles in an iron stove on one corner. Private dining, I guess, for the bar. That magic? Uh, yeah, magic. Uh, in the desk. That. Oh, all right. Pull that shit open. What's in there? Yeah, it's locked. Without rolling, does a 26 get the drawer open? DC 25. You find in here the following magical things. 130 platinum. Okay. 200 gold. Five emeralds, each worth 100 gold. Retha's lawyer eyes activate for the appraise checks. <laughs> a second spire transport token, a potion bottle, and a magical blue crystal in the shape of a five-pointed star. Is that an iron stone? Roll spellcraft. 33 spellcraft. This is a western star iron stone. Yeah, those ones are unique to Emerald Spire, right? The stars. It's also not a necessarily great one. This blue crystal is cut in the shape of a five-pointed star. As a standard action, its user can alter his appearance as with a disguise self-spell. When so disguised, the user can render the western star and other iron stones in his possession invisible. Oh. How right. much is that worth? 4k. I was going to take it, but not for that amount of money. Only costs you two, but we don't have any other Ayun stones, so... No, but if, if you need something, if you want something for Disguise Self, I can always make you something for it. Uh, you also find in that book a spare key. And I'll pocket the key for now. But looking at around the room, it looks like it goes belongs to the door up here. But those that here. potion, so... It's a potion of invisibility. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Anyone want it? Yeah. Sounds good. Here you go, Gareth. I suppose we'll go down to the not-hidden ones. Straight south. That door is locked. Should we unlock it or open the other one? I'm sorry, we go into the door to the south or the door to the east? So, locked. Buy the key? Oh, I could try the key. That key works. A variety of artworks and keepsakes are displayed on the walls of this chamber. A tapestry depicting a royal court. An oddly melted lump of iron on a pedestal. A fine, heavy mace hanging on the wall and a broken staff lying on another pedestal. Detect magic. Magic on the mace. Taking 10 for a 25. Plus one mace, but the rest of it is not magical. Shall we press onwards to the south then, or? Do the tapestries look like they have any real value, or? About 100 gold if you sell it to the right guy. Cool, okay. Now you said the iron was weirdly melted. In, yeah, it first put as a melted lump. Okay. Maybe it's a staff if we got a um, make hole or something would recover, but... Declan, you want to roll a knowledge local? Uh, sure. 28. This staff resembles the staff 
that uh, the Golden Fire Order wizard had. Oh, okay. Does that the iron bear any resemblance to Noqual? The iron does not seem to resemble Noqual. Like anything else we could find out about the iron, I guess? We're, we're by a smithy foundry right. where they're making stuff. I'd assume it's just runoff or it's lag. Why would it be on display here, though? Right. It is weird that it's here. I kind of want to touch it. <laughs> Feel free. I'll touch it. What the hell? All right, give me a reflex save as a bolt of electricity fires straight north. So I need one from Declan, Ray, and Retha. Cool. Very cool. I'm probably fine. That's an 18 on die. 25. 23, actually. Right, so you guys are going to take half damage from 23, this. 23, or 21 uh, for me, sorry. This electric arc trap. And then I'm going to tell you the funny thing about it afterwards. <laughs> I want you guys to know, on 6d6, I got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. <laughs> yeah, Neat. Cool. Perfectly up. It is exactly t on uh, on 36 total. I do 21, so you all take 10 electricity. Yeah. I cannot right. believe I got one, two, three, four, five, six. It's a good number. Well, as you do that, the iron that was surrounding that lump seems to have disintegrated, and it is in fact now a hazy green glow. Mm. Interesting. Now it's instead of being a looks like a lump of iron, it's like this hazy, sickly green That's sort of that same material metal. as the spire itself, or? Declan, you want to do a, uh, or Ray, I think. I need to check what special materials qualify under. Guess it'd be a praise. Oh, maybe a praise. Not great. It's a 19. Well, I'll give you a little bit of bonus because of some work you've done. This is, in fact, a chunk of Noqual. It is Noqual. Okay. And you thought I was crazy for asking. So the way this trap's supposed to work is it says, if anyone touches the broken staff to the lump of iron, it sets off an electricity arc trap. Why would I use the staff? Who's going to do that? Like, nothing implying they work together. Ratha's just like, boop, and the no-qual is like, I see you too, dislike magic. <laughs> However, here's what you know about no-qual. No-qual looks like pale green crystal, but it can be worked as iron. It is light, half as heavy as iron, yet just as strong. More importantly, no-qual is strangely resistant to magic. An object with no quote gains a plus four bonus on any saving throw against a magical source. Weapons made out of it gain a plus one enhanced bonus against constructs and undeads created by feats or spells. Armor functions like mithril, it's half weight. So heavy armor is medium, medium is light. The max dex goes up by two. Armor channelty checks are reduced by three. Armor spell failure chance of the armor increases by 20% and implies to all magic casts while wearing the armor, regardless of the source or wearer's class abilities. A suit of no-qual armor gains a plus two resistance bonus on all saving throws against spells and spell-like abilities. You making armor out of no-qual, you increase the cost of light armor by 4,000, medium by eight, heavy armor by 12, a shield by 2,000, or a weapon or other item by 500 gold. Making a magic item out of a no-qual item increases the price of creation by 5,000 thousand as you gotta work the shit out of it yeah no shit oh, yeah. Me, strictly out of character we should probably give that to abernard because it's a quest item if we could i abernard royce asked me to look for no call for him i don't know if he intends to keep it or i assume he's a fair person he'd probably pay us market values if he wanted to keep it either way but would you mind if i held on to it you've mentioned that it was his so yeah we should send it up or send it to him when we return worried about the staff though it looks like one of the staffs of one of the wizards that went missing they might be in this area. Be able to save them too. All's the better. Hopefully we'll be able to save them. Hopefully it's not already too late. If we can save ourselves, we can save them. You also, with your perception in this room, it's everyone's favorite thing. The secret door behind the tapestry. Hmm. <laughs> and there's also the door up here. 
and where the hallway you just came from. And the double door to the south. I think the secret door should, yeah, take priority. Oh, whatever's back there, they want to keep hidden. Retha, seeming to forget that she's down on strength, just kind of fills in her normal spot. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite, the hallway to the other secret door. Wow. Oh, wow. Except this time you hear noise from the other side of this door. It sounds like forges and smithies at work and loud ringing noise. The hall continues to the north as well. Is that just end That's there? where it ends. Okay. It's just this L. So there's another door through here, or we could go further south. I hear the sound of machines, which I'd rather destroy. Disconcerting, but it sounds like something is that way. We won't want to leave it behind us. Well, no. Continue through the secret door or go south? I would say the secret door, but Retha looks to everyone else. I'm just waiting right. for Declan to truffle in behind Retha, so All right. he can give her the strong We'll touch. do some door. Pelta has her scythe like out in war mode, ready to strike. Coming. Isn't it? You don't know that. What? Boom. Wow. Oh my god. Big room. Holy shit. Huge. It's one of the biggest rooms we've seen. Big room. Oh, yeah. With lots of machinery and what look like pillars of spinning blades, which makes me incredibly uncomfortable. As you uh, open that door, an alarm goes off. Oh, no. You just hear whirring and in an angry voice, just, it appears my lab has been found. And we'll see you next week. Clarkosh. Clarkosh. Carclash. Whatever his name is. Coleslaw. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bardungeon, on Tumblr at tumblr.com slash dungeon dive bar, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeon dive bar. For behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar. Thanks, and see you at the bar.